2: every team every topic everywhere this is believe. what's up man he's alive <laughs> he's there what's up man
0: nothing much how you doing i'm
2: good i just realized today when we were to after i texted you i've been calling you b mac i didn't even realize if you like that nickname or Absolutely. not okay i, I figured but I'm also <laughs> one to hate people who just assume and everything as well. So I was like, oh, damn! I should have calling him BMAC out of nowhere. And
0: no. I'm I mean, ready. I know
2: that's your Twitter handle and everything, but.
0: I would have said something.
2: Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I would hope so. I just wanted to be like, man, this goddamn
0: cracker over here just keeps on calling me BMAC. I don't know what to t-
2: say to him and everything. Not a problem <laughs> How you good? How you good, man? I'm good. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It was just me, my wife, and our two kids yeah. on Thursday, and That's then what saying, um, Rudy, last week. my parents came in Friday and gave us a little relief, so we were able to get out the house and be adults for a little bit.
2: Yeah, what'd you do? Went to... You didn't, you didn't venture out into Black Friday,
0: did you? No. Okay. Heck no. We went... Where's that place? Uh, tailgaters.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. Cool. We went up there. Had some adult beverages. Yep, just yeah. a few. Some grub. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> kicked it. Very cool, man. We ain't going to have a long show. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to, I mean, unless we want to vent about the Dyke's departure.
0: and We can talk it. about that a little bit. For and then I also got to touch on the, uh, we got to touch on OU. And, and the oh yeah. The,
2: the whole, <laughs> that big ass carousel that's over carousel. there. Man, we can, yeah. Let's just get into it. Man, we are back. Hit the theme expo. We're back, we're back, I'm finding (laughs) out what these buttons mean and everything now, one thing that's been bugging me like crazy, what's up, you can't hear yourself, are you sure you plugged in, are we plugged in, can you hear yourself, you can't hear yourself,
0: test, test, test,
2: I hear you just fine, okay, well, we're good to go then, don't worry
0: about it,
2: do you hear yourself,
0: test, yep, that sounds better, okay, alright, there it is,
2: just, you know, unplug and replug, right? <laughs> Man, so it's episode eight? Yeah. Episode eight of this podcast, uh, Believe in SMU podcast. We have made it to the end of the regular season. Full collapse, in effect.
0: Finished one and four, four and four in conference. Man. Didn't see that coming. Oh. Halfway.
2: No. <laughs> You're at 7-0 and 19 in the country. The only thing you could have foreseen is the... Potential exodus of of Sonny Dykes, absolutely. Because you got a power, you got a group of five up there. They're they're challenging. They they are they are going to be in a conversation if they keep winning. So it's gonna, naturally it's going to be poached, right? Lo and behold, that's what happened. And there's a lot of salty uh, twi- SMU Twitter tears. Absolutely uh, out there. They're still going. I was oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have the the SMU athletic uh, Twitter account digging up old assistant coach tweets. And trying to bury him with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Come on, just (laughs) move on.
1: Let's just move on. I mean, it
2: happens. I don't know what they thought was going to happen. Like, he was going to stay forever and nobody was going to ever leave. It's just, it's a natural progression in anyone's career. You, as a fan, would do it if your job didn't, could only take you so far and something else came along that could take you just a little bit further. I think
0: it was more so how he went about it, though.
2: Oh, sure. the Lincoln Riley thing, right? I mean, these are apples to maybe cran apples comparisons, but <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate you laughing and you understanding that <laughs> reference. But Lincoln Riley, what from the moment at SMU or SMU Oklahoma and Texas let it be known that they wanted to join the conference, he was all uh, no, right? But what he and his agent did was keep that under, under wraps. Oh yeah, yep, sure. And then you have Dykes, and as soon as the first inkling. Of somebody was going to get fired, Dykes' name was out there, mm-hmm. and of course it's going
0: to—it's going to be out there. It, well, I, I feel like he could have done better about addressing it,
2: correct, or just not let it get out there.
0: Yep, you know I that mean, part.
2: If the rumors want to swirl, that's great. But the fact that it was already known as soon as Wells was fired in, at Tech,
1: mm-hmm. he knew. Right. That he was, I mean, you, you heard that one, he was already at 1A, A, right, right?
2: He was 1A or 1B, however you want to splice it. um, But yeah, it's, uh, th- those are two diametrically opposed ways of going about it. So it's, question
0: with, cause I I almost, and OU fans are going to kill me, I almost prefer how Lincoln Riley went about it, to be honest. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he kept it under wraps. He, it's not a distraction. Yep, not a distraction to the team.
2: Because even Dyke said after the game, like, I hate the way this ended, ended here. I love these guys. You don't love these guys if you put them through that for five weeks. Exactly. Didn't and even it, address it. You didn't address Well, no, he did.
0: So they're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about it after the season. It,
2: well, what he what he, what he he said, well, I think it was in a midweek practice or a, after midweek practice, he approached the captains of the team and asked – is this a distraction for you guys? Oh, that's right. That's right. And that's he did, right. and they said, "No, nah, coach, we've got your back. We, we we're ride and die with you, and mm-hmm. everything like that." You could tell though it, it affected their performance. No especially question. Especially late. No the, question. Uh, the Cincinnati game and the collapse against Tulsa this past week. These guys were on the bus fighting out via social that Dykes was before grown. he was on, even on the bus was was leaving right the the, the weekend. I mean, it's to be expected, but. It's just the way you go about it. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yep. 100%. Lincoln Riley did it the right way. Mm-hmm. There is no good way to leave, leave a, a passion- program
1: that you've been building up.
2: Yes. And those passionate fans and everything. It, it, there's just no way, good way to do it unless you just wait till the end of the season. There, someone's going to be hurt.
0: However, I will say I saw what the speculated Lincoln Riley contract terms were. If you're going to leave a school, that's how you do it. I, I haven't <laughs> seen his numbers. What was it? Um, Hold on. Let me pull it back up. I don't want to misspeak. And from what I'm seeing, they haven't necessarily been confirmed yet, but this is what is being softly reported, I guess you could say. We got music on social Oh, uh, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh,
2: We'll get the producer. Here we uh, go. To, to confirm.
0: <laughs> $110 million dollar contract. USC is buying both of his homes in Norman for five hundred thousand <laughs> dollar over asking. Okay, so let's say, all right, let, hold million. on, let's
2: let's let's talk about Norman.
0: Norman is a town of who knows sixty thousand. I, I mean, don't give me the line. Come on, you're the Oklahoma kid. I'm not good with numbers and all. It's no. a small town. It, that okay? It, so it's a small town. Norman, <laughs> Oklahoma.
2: Let's let's see what the consensus said uh, or the census, not the consensus. Oh damn! I was even way off. One hundred twenty-two k. There you go. Okay, so because it, it's right outside of uh, Oklahoma City, it's a suburb, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it's south, yeah. Um, which isn't a, a bad area, but I mean, you're talking about it's LA, still Norman and versus, versus Los Norman Angeles, exactly like that. And, and he's kind of like that Cliff Kingsbury cut, mm-hmm. where he's not quite Coach Bro, but he's definitely not honky tonk, not at all. Or whatever. So okay, so five hundred above asking
0: on both his homes. Okay, so that's an extra million,
2: an extra million. Mm-hmm. On houses that probably cost, he yeah, had two homes in Norman. Mm-hmm. Why? why? Is there not? like a good part and bad part of why? Norman? Not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the map right now. So let's say off a of, uh, H- Highway Nine. High
0: Nine, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, off of Highway Nine. There's a lake. Maybe mm-hmm. he has a lake house. Possibly. Okay, so let's say he has a lake house. We're gonna go. That house is seven hundred fifty thousand dollars before the asking. So we're one point two five million. Okay. Mm-hmm. His second house is going to be probably closer toward the Oklahoma the City campus. area. Or, or you b- think further up north? Uh, maybe.
0: Possibly. Well, they said both in Norman, so who knows? Okay. Because so once you s- get north of Norman, you're in Moore, So Right. And that's pretty much Oklahoma City at that point, right? Because you're mm, right. It's 240. Kind of. You got more, Then you got the south side of Oklahoma City. You got Oklahoma okay. City. All right. So yeah. we'll say he's by the
2: campus, and that's going to run him another 600K. So 1.1. 1. 1. So we're maybe $3 million right there. Right. Plus. Um, and I'm low estimating
0: it. And they're buying him a $6 million home in L.A.
2: And that's like, what, one room and half a bath?
0: <laughs> a thousand square feet.
2: <laughs> On top of a bowling alley. Right, right, right. That's right.
0: 24-7. And then uh, unlimited use of the private jet, 24-7 for family. Man. Man, that is royalty treatment. So if you're going to leave a school, that's how you do it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I. Nobody in their right mind, no matter how much of a diehard SMU, Oklahoma, whatever fan you are, would turn down that offer. No, you can
0: It's what you work your life for. Yeah. It's what you, you work
2: your you, life for. You go to school so you can pr- better prepare your life and, and be better off. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley is now better off. Absolutely. And what's the next step after that?
0: NFL. NFL, yeah. NFL,
2: for sure. Now, there's, there's no going to another program. You've gone from Oklahoma to now USC, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no other. T- I mean, Alabama. Do you take the Alabama job if Nick Saban
0: retires? I don't know that Alabama's years? a good job when Nick Saban leaves.
2: Man, that's that's that is like the giant, the most biggest giantist Shoe to fill ever right. Like do Don't, they just, nobody wants to be that guy. No, nah, they just fold the they just fold the program right. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah be okay. done. Yeah, just we're Nick Saban. Shut it down. <laughs> <We're> just <gonna laughs> when he they retires, they're gonna say, "Here lies the <laughs> University of Alabama." They're gonna implode Bryant Stadium and everything like that. They're gonna bury him at midfield under Jimmy Hoffa's grave because I'm pretty sure that's where he's. That's buried, where right? he's at. Yeah, right. Makes sense.
1: <laughs> it makes sense,
2: man. But the but the coaching carousel is just crazy. So we have it here. Rhett Lashley's in the SMU. Mm-hmm. He's got He's gonna have his own. I, I'm curious to know because I haven't found out anything yet of who he's going to bring as the recruiting guy because that's the most important. Right? They've thrown, I've gotten busy and they've thrown out some offers to some kids. There's still some who are going to waiver. They, when we were recording last week, they lost they six, were, yeah, five, were, no four in that hour, four
0: while we were recording, another one
2: half an hour later, and, and the, then one uh, the next day. So wasn't six it? total. Yep. So they would dr- drop from 50th nationally to like 88th or something. That's tough. Uh, right. Ahead of Temple mm. in the AAC standings, that's not good. You know, um, it's it's not good. So he's going to need to get a, recor- a recruiting coordinator. Mm-hmm. It's got to be somebody of the Rashad Samples chops, right? Like an Emmett Jones from Kansas, who I hear is wanting to get out. Uh, Chris Gilbert, if he can, they can lure him back out of Texas, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think they can. It's got to be somebody of that ilk who can recruit the entire city. And I'm not talking about just Highland park proper South <laughs> Dallas, Lancaster. I mean, what mesquite mm-hmm. who would have the ear of every inner city coach, the ear of everybody, not South Lake Carroll or Absolutely. Allen, all those coaches. You need, yep. you need, you need somebody who has that far reaching one because the Allens and the and the Southlake Carols, those are going to be there regardless mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's the West Mesquites. It's the Duncanvilles. It's the – well, maybe not Duncanville. Maybe not DeSoto. Maybe not Cedar Hill. But Sock. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas Jefferson or House up in uh, Denton. You know, Denton Proper, the right. high school. I mean, those are, the, those are the guys you need to be looking at to be able to have a connection with it. If you only have a certain section, you're doomed to fail and not right. continue –
0: it might not necessarily even be a guy who is, I guess, the recruiting guy coming from another program, but even somebody who's just familiar with Dallas and well known in Dallas as well, that's a good coach. And
2: the, we had a great discussion. I was at the Duncanville spring game, and mm-hmm. I got to uh, chop it up with Mike Roach from 24 7 Sports. Uh, uh, and some other people, you know, we were talking about, you know, who are some people to potentially replace Rashad Samples? Because he's not the only one who can recruit Dallas. Absolutely. He did it phenomenally. Mm-hmm. And he's going to help build the foundation for how uh, TCU will grow. Mm-hmm. But there are others out there who can do it equally, if not better. He's not the only one with Dallas chops. Exactly. Uh, he just had a great tie-in with his dad to be able to bring, like, the re- the of those kids. Absolutely.
0: So I would like to see Darius Bell on staff, to be honest.
2: Yeah, wasn't that the guy that you retweeted or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I saw. I saw that one. You're not a active, a big active person. I thought, although you, since you started doing this podcast, you've definitely
0: been more, been more active, uh, been more sure. active for sure. Uh,
2: <laughs> I think you're definitely uh, licking up those salty SMU tears a little bit too. Um, but yeah, uh, Derek Bell, who was he was the XFL coach, right?
0: Yep, for Houston.
2: Was it the Houston mm-hmm. Roughnecks? Roughnecks. Okay. Yep. I couldn't remember. I, f- I thought he was like glad. I know he natives. started
0: here. I think he's, he was a GA here. I know he was mm-hmm. down in um, UTEP. He was mm-hmm. a position coach down in UTEP. Of course, he did the XFL. And I think he was he was a D coordinator at a school in Mississippi, I believe. Apologize if I'm wrong on that. But he's definitely um, knows his stuff mm-hmm. very well. A, a good coach. And like I said, he's from Dallas. He grew up here in Dallas. and has relationships and has ties to the program, you know, cares about the program. And so I definitely think that would be a good person to add to the staff as Mm -hmm. well.
2: Yeah. And then even that you're going to, you're going to have the curious case of what happens in the quarterback room too. Exactly. Uh, And it's not just about the recruits that need to be coming in. It's about who's already on the, on the team. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, SMU is losing four assistants and Rashad grew the strength and conditioning coach. Forget his name. Apologize to the TCU guys now. I uh, just don't remember your name. But now, what happens with Mordecai? Does he transfer? He can right. graduate. He has he he cannot transfer again because he's already burned his one year or one transfer he role. But transfer. he can graduate and be a graduate
0: transfer and go somewhere else. Right? And go
2: somewhere else. He'll be a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. He showed that he can ball. A little bit. The problem is is that can you do it consistently and who wants to take the flyer on him and Absolutely. Both. I mean he's gonna be a thirty five year old graduate by the time he's done with high school st- or college. I
0: feel like all these guys are I was watching the other day, I was like, uh, who's at Iowa State? I was like, Is Purdy still playing? Yeah. God, what he played when I was in high school.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then so there's that. You know, what happens with the quarterback room? You Does Tanner stay? If he stays, Stone's
0: Stone, yeah, exactly.
2: But they did offer somebody who played with Stone at Parish Episcopal. So, you mean you can read the tea leaves or not? hmm Does that mean they're going to roll with Stone? Because he's got four years left. Right. And he's still and got he to – He looked
0: good. I, when I, the few times I saw him get in, he looked good. I
2: oh, mean, he's got a, He's got an arm. Yeah. Uh, he, he played phenomenally his junior year at Parish. He did it again his senior year when the the target was even bigger on his back mm-hmm. and he didn't have as much elite talent around him, but he's, he's got skill, right? And, and he's a far better runner than Tanner. Uh, at least when I saw him as a freshman or as a high schooler and what I see in Tanner now, those skills are much different. Um, Correct. So one or the other is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Then. Uh, who No, what's the staff going to be like? We talked about that a little bit. I was wondering, what
0: was uh, what's the deal with um, Garrett Riley? He's is mm. he gone? What I hear, he's don't going. gone. Don't get to choked t- up about I'm it. I'm go, <laughs> don't get choked up about it. It's okay.
2: <sighs> uh, as I understand it, he will be going to TCU as well.
0: Okay, I thought so. You just didn't name him, so I was like, I thought he I think was going I on. think
2: Riley's it has been official, but I think Riley's going over there, mm-hmm. so does. Stone follow? Does Tanner follow? It's just so many balls in the air, really. Right. You know, last year's going to take over for the, the program for the bowl game. I was thinking about that on the way back from the appointment I had from 12 to 1 um, today. Mm-hmm. That I want to see, just because it would be fun for all the S's and all the giggles, to have Texas SMU in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Fresco Bowl.
0: Oh, man. I would love it.
2: They would not be able to do that because they could not it could not get enough seats for as many people that would show up that would come to come to watch it. Right. Oh yeah, uh, maybe the Dallas Bowl. Right. Or whatever. If there if that's one that's I don't think that's part of the uh, AAC's package, but maybe they could finagle that because then you would have Dallas oh, Texas and SMU with the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be an old Southwest Conference uh, matchup right, right, or right. Yeah, yeah um so it, it, there's a lot of Unknowns. Texas don't
0: want to play SMU though. They're scared. Well, I mean,
2: eliminating the sarcasm in that comment. <laughs> I mean, Texas for one, they're not even bowl eligible, so they got to get their. They have to have a high enough APR rating to. Yeah, there's
0: a way they could still get to a bowl game. Because like I think that. there's
2: ten spaces that have not been claimed, right. so it's ne- it's the top ten APR by invite only, and if you know one doesn't do it, then eleven's eligible, so on and so forth. Right. Uh, but Texas is hurting. I mean, they've got COVID issues. They've got guys who essentially just quit on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've got uh, just injuries in general to deal with. So they're not at full strength. For the younger guys, could it be good to uh, to play a little bit, uh, get some extra practices? Sure. Absolutely. But you're still going to be so. practicing? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you can't tell me that after your, la- uh, your your last game of whatever season at SMU, you were done practicing?
0: No. No, you were,
2: you were either film study, which is still practice. That's mental practice. Mm-hmm. You're in the weight room. You're in the weight
0: room. You're, you're running you're, sprints. You're doing footwork. Yeah, it's, it's you're, you
2: may it. not be doing collision practice right. or, whatever, or scheme, schematic practice, but you're still practicing in some shape or form. So it would be good for them uh, for probably that game speed mentality. Right. Probably the same thing for SMU and see what uh, – well, SMU's going to get a ball. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. But Lashley's going to need that. those the couple of weeks that they're probably going to get. Uh, in that game to see what he has on hand. It'll um, be
0: interesting because that was how the Dykes era started as well. He came in and took over at the Frisco Bowl. And they got their ass handed to him. They did.
2: If it was like 52 to 14. It, or was, it was rough, whatever it was. It was, it was. It was up
0: street from my house. I was like, Are we? no, no. But I'm going to go out there and waste Were it. Were you time? in Frisco at that time? Uh, now you're I'm down here. here. Yeah, but just right up the highway. Oh, high okay. Yeah, 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 Relatively speaking. Relatively in this, speaking. In
2: this stupid-ass big place that we call the <laughs> Metroplex. Yes, it is right up the street. Oh, man. Uh but yeah, so SMU collapses again, one and four. You said,
0: I think we finished one and four.
2: That's a solid, not good. <laughs> I I I've, I enjoyed the the salt the saltiness that SMU fans were throwing at TCU people because of you know how what Dykes' career record is outside of SMU, he had a terrible stint. Oh you, yeah, you take away the the first half of every season. I don't know how he's a head coach, though, right. at the FBS level, let well, alone a power and five. It, it kind
0: of shocked me, because even when I was looking at the conference standings, I didn't realize we were 4-4 four and four in conference. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh.
2: Well, and it's something we talked about, Is that I think we were debating that on our last episode, was what we saw in this game playing out. The fact that, I mean, it was, SMU basically had their season wrapped up in this entire game. Strong start, up seventeen nothing at the ha- at the half, or after one <laughs> quarter and everything like that. It's looking gravy. You're gonna you know. send Dikes off on a on a high, and the seniors are gonna get to have a great way to end their careers. And then boom, it's before you know it's thirty one to fourteen. Yep, thirty one unanswered points. Mm-hmm. It's like the okay, well we're just gonna do all the things we did against Cincinnati.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong. You thought they were gonna pull it out. <clears throat> yeah, when we spoke last week.
2: Yeah, no, I thought SMU would pull it out because I didn't. I felt like there was going to be a lot of pride in these seniors to show up their exiting coach and, and win it for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, a pride thing. And maybe that's how they started off, but it's almost as if, like, they didn't know what to do after adjustments been, had been made. It was like nobody was coaching them Exa-
0: almost. Oh, it's crazy, right? Imagine yeah. that. Imagine. Imagine
2: <laughs> a coach who's about to go 40 miles west
0: – not hmm.
2: coaching his team up,
0: it's it's crazy. <laughs> it was, uh, it went kind of how I expected it to go. They did jump out. SMU jumped out there early, and mm-hmm. like I said, it was seventeen zero. And um, I had my cousin. He, you know, he texted me. He was like, "Hey man, y'all look like y'all doing great." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> just just wait, just wait for it." Exactly. <laughs> and so I called him. It's thirty one seventeen. He was like, "Oh, it, y'all just had to take all your starters out the game. You had to." I said, "No, not quite."
2: Mm. Yeah. Then they scored two. Uh, fourth quarter touchdowns right there at the uh, end to make it was it 30 30 tied right they tied or was it 34 no no, they kicked a field goal and they scored their second touchdown to make it 34 31 that's what it was yep yeah it's i mean it's a it's a it's a rough end to a uh season to start a started season. off so promising yeah i mean i, I fully expected us to be uh, to have been talking about a top 25 matchup when it came to smu in uh cincinnati last, mm-hmm. last week Right. Talking about how that one played out, and you know SMU was either right there, or they took down the uh, the darlings of the football playoff team, uh, the group of five team. Speaking of which, they're going to get kicked out. Oklahoma State wins this weekend; they're going to get kicked out. They move them to fourth.
0: Well, it depends on how the SEC championship plays out. In my opinion, I am opinion.
2: telling you, man, they are going to find a way to get. Uh, Alabama in there, keep in there somewhere, it's going to be. You can't.
0: You have a two-loss Bama team. I, you can't do uh, it. Man,
2: I am telling you that the, they have no rhyme or reason of how they decide if, to.
0: If Bama wins, it makes sense. If Bama wins, Oklahoma State wins, I think Oklahoma State gets in. Yeah.
2: And that's even with Cincinnati winning.
0: Right. But if Georgia wins, I think they put Oklahoma State You're at probably right. three. They You're leave Cincinnati right. at four. I'm Bama's a
2: sports out. conspiracy theorist. Right. And I fully believe Alabama will find, they will find a way, some exemption clause, whatever. Well, uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, had somebody who was ruled ineligible to play and still <laughs> play them, man. So we have to dock them a game, and right, now we're going right. to have Alabama in there. Right. So I, I fully believe, uh, I mean, I can could Almost expect Alabama to win. Um, although Georgia, I expect
0: Alabama to win, it's hard to pick against them, to it be is, honest. Is, I, mean, I am the, picking them to win that game.
2: And the fact that nobody, or let me phrase it the fact that everybody is discounting Alabama as that's huge motivation. Underdogs. Oh, yeah, it's motivation. Don't don't piss off Nick Saban, right? Don't piss him off. That's the last thing that, he that, needs, uh, yeah, with a couple weeks to, to or a week to prepare for
0: uh. I don't care what – Nick Saban's been preparing for them all year. Oh, yeah. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah,
2: it's – they're a dangerous team. Um, They've got nothing to lose yeah. outside of just – So, if Bam,
0: I think if Bama wins, it's possible since he gets kicked out because Oklahoma State's getting ready to get another top ten win. Mm-hmm. That'll and, be a good
2: game. I mean, this last week was a good game. It was
0: – it came down to the wire. Man. It it's, came down to the so wire.
2: I, I honestly thought.
0: Oklahoma State did everything they could to lose that game, to be honest.
2: I honestly think they did everything they – they. I think it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. They did everything they could to lose in the first half. That defense. Just, defense was balling the whole game. I'll they, give you that. Defense now they was played fulfilling. the offensive strategy in that last series for Oklahoma State. That was definitely just don't turn the ball over mm-hmm. mentality and pin them deep, which they kind of did. But – all it takes is one play. That you long mean, run by Caleb I, Williams. I, I because there was nobody in the screen. I'm like, hey, he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah, I thought the same he's thing. He's going to walk it off. <laughs> he's going to walk it off with a
1: nine I thought the thousand yard
2: touchdown, and Gundy's going to have to cut his mullet and get ran right out of town or something. I don't no, know.
0: That was, that was a, um, it was a fun game to watch. And then, like I said, I felt bad for that Oklahoma State defense because the offense and special teams gave up 16 points. Mm-hmm. And it's like dude what like we're doing our job over
2: here right yeah no but i i i think uh, the Baylor and Oklahoma State game for one i'm glad it's not the two top dogs i mean i i do like new blood in there from Absolutely. time to time um so to see Oklahoma State and Baylor play for it uh, i think is is good for uh what's the word I'm looking for when everybody's even and I cannot think of the word. I'm blanking. And I'm usually good with words.
0: I'm not sure what you're what you're referring Parody. to. Parody. There you go.
2: Parody. There it is. Yeah,
0: that hand movement wasn't going to get me there. I just, I,
2: <laughs> I, and sometimes you just you know you kind of gyrate or move around or whatever, and, you, and it just and it comes, comes to you. To you. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, while I look it up, just uh, just talk about something.
0: Talk about something. <laughs> all right. Yeah.
2: No. 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 Uh, we want to thank our uh, wonderful sponsor, Lot and Block Group uh, from the Compass Group of. Uh,
0: what is it? Compass Real Estate.
2: Real Estate. Thank you, man. I am just not there today. <laughs> uh, it's what happens when uh, when the show gets pushed back an hour. I start losing all my uh, faculties, Thro- thrown
0: off a little bit. i know oh, you oh. Still choked up over Garrett Riley. Man, That's what I'm, I think it is. I,
2: it was. It's. It's just <laughs> the the. It just couldn't hold it back anymore. <laughs> Man, but lot and Block is a real estate at its very core, is real estate at its very core, the definition of a home's existence. Property in its primal element, nothing but the truth. A diverse group of top producing agents, both in backgrounds and in skill sets. The Latin Block is made up of professionals who have made it their mantra of the clients over self. What is it over a million to a hundred million dollars in closed real estate transactions? Mm-hmm. <whistles> cha-ching, man. Ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching. No, but we appreciate uh, them, again, for purchasing the studio time here at the Venture X Studios uh, here in Los Colinas. Not Las Colinas. Um, uh, Castle Hills. Castle That's Hills. Yeah, it's another one of those dumb cities within a city <laughs> in a city thing. Uh, but, yes, Castle Hills, Louisville, Texas, America, world.
0: We in this galaxy.
2: Thing. So, yeah. No, um, yeah. I, and then, you know, kind of going back to the – the coaching carousel you got the whole chip kelly Brian how Kelly you, or chip kelly Brian Kelly thank you mm-hmm. how do you how do you have a team on the cusp of a college football playoff and you accept another job can't
0: hide the money
2: i i understand <laughs> it was like 10 million <laughs> or 10 years 95 million dollars or something yeah. like that yeah yeah
0: yeah but wait just wait i which, which is the think if they want you that bad they're going to wait for you to figure it out yeah. I don't think Notre Dame's getting in anyways. He knows it. Notre Dame's not getting in.
2: Maybe. But what happens if Cincinnati loses and Oklahoma State loses? Now, but
0: that's that's a big risk to Michigan.
2: I understand there's a lot of ifs. What happens right. if I get it. And what happens if uh yeah, Bama loses. So you have all these five who can lose. Mm-hmm. You're there.
0: Right. They're knocking on the door.
2: But I, I, he's going to feel like a complete fool if that's what happens. If they and I'm going to be right there to <laughs> to just drink those salty tears, just <laughs> like yeah, I shouldn't have taken the
0: job right now. Yep, have a chance to compete for a title, and you and you passed on it. Yeah, it's uh, I, I love I,
2: this is one of my favorite times of year is the is the coaching carousel
0: and uh, it seems to be more active this year or maybe man. it's just because we've got these bigger programs that are that are moving around is what it is I think
2: it's a combination of the, of the two yeah you have a lot of premier programs I mean Notre Dame's now open mm-hmm. Oklahoma's open which is weird that they're bringing well, back a sixty one year old Bob Stoops to be an interim coach who may or may not be
0: the full time coach. well no they're they're talking about his Matt Rule now it's going to be Matt Rule and um, Joe Brady. Oh really? Yep. I haven't heard that. Yeah.
2: I just know that it's going to be Stoops to for the bowl game.
0: Yeah. Shout out the uh, Donovan for the for the insider information. Oh, but they yeah, dropping yeah, source names. You know,
2: man, they gonna that, that well is gonna dry up soon to keep doing that. No, 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 no. no. He,
0: he he just retweeted something. So oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Donovan who? Uh, Cox.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Put you on blast, Donovan Cox. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, but no, that's what they were saying is um, uh, Matt Rule was supposed to be the. Um, be the guy, and he's bringing Joe Brady with him. So,
2: mm, interesting. Yep. Matt Rule back from the NFL. Yep, that's that's almost that's almost Nick Saban esque, mm-hmm. or is it Bobby Petrino? Who had to sh- Bobby Petrino was there for like one day, right? Yeah, and Petrino then-
0: was in and out. Saban was who's with the Dolphins, wasn't he? A couple of years, wasn't yep. he? Yep. Yeah, And then he came back. Ruhle's been
2: with the the, the football team. Panthers. Team. Panthers. No, no. It was. Rivera yeah. went to the football that's team. That's right. Panthers. He's been there for Two a couple years, years right? Yeah. Coming back yep. for Oklahoma. Yeah. He thinks I he's going to do the nick haven. I, I guess. But if I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want the headache of recruiting.
0: Well, that's what Joe Brady said. He said he's not a fan <laughs> of recruiting. So. Exactly. Yeah. uh
2: I wouldn't want to go back to that. Um, But maybe there's a lot more pressure at the NFL level.
0: Right. I think more job security in college if you can win. Well, hell, why do you come back to the same conference? No, no, though? no,
2: you don't even have to win at a good rate. Look at Mark Stoops, <laughs> the fool got an extension, and all you have to do is win five or six games at Kentucky. And That's
1: here's all go. the money, yep, yep, here's all the money.
2: We have our money, our, our breadwinner at Calipari and, and uh, uh, the basketball team. Yep. You just, you're, you're good just to go. Kind of, here, here's a little pet on your head. You That's know it. Like. <laughs> no, seriously, I was like, what? Yep, so uh, I mean, you don't even have to win that grade at a P5 school, we just. Just be a I, don't, I don't
0: think that'll be the case at, in Norman. Oh, no, no, no. He'll that's be, not going to be the case in Norman. He's uh, going to have to win.
2: If, man, would he, how are Baylor fans going to take that's that? That's what I was just getting
0: ready to say. Why do you come back to the same conference? But he's only got a year or two left, and then he's out of there. So, What do you mean? Because he's going to the SEC.
2: Oh, that's right. God damn, man. I'm, I'm telling you.
0: Keep up.
2: I can't. <laughs> my day is shot. Once I get past 2 o'clock. In the afternoon, I am non-functioning. Is I I'm I'm winding down. I know my kids about to be home. I got to start preparing mentally for that show and I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I yeah, get you got it. you got two of them on your own. So yeah. it's just What's the what's the, what's the word on the third one? Y'all gonna y'all gonna try and you no? Know?
0: No, we we trying to figure out two right now. Yeah, we're still up in the
1: air.
2: <laughs> we
0: got that man to man.
2: Yeah, you don't want to have to switch to a to a one and one to that zone. To that zone to yeah, that zone defense. Yeah, man. Oh man. Um. So what? Okay. From now for you now, since you're heavy into football, are you just now going to just pay, pay attention to NFL, see how that just shakes out? Are you going to? What, what do you do now as an ex-NFL, ex-NFL Yeah, it's, it's, it's about the guy. Sundays
0: and Thursdays and Mondays now. That's it? Yep. That's
2: all you do? Yeah. not doing anything, you're like, you're not going to delve, delve into any other sport besides Oklahoma City Thunder basketball? I'm not
0: delving in that at all. Mm. Don't even want to talk about it. Don't even want to talk about what it. Well, I mean, you're wearing the hat. I, I got to wear the hat. I got to support, but <laughs> I can't not What's talk wrong about with them? That. Tell me about them. Everything. <laughs> oh, I know. My, I, I my, want you to tell me about it. My brief synopsis is: is, is Sam preston has got to go.
2: Yeah, he's uh he's turned that into a S show and, and yeah a
0: half. he's um he's turned winning basketball games into collecting first round picks and it, it doesn't translate. So
2: it it works if you do it the right way, like Danny Ainge did. Mm-hmm. He built a winner. Still traded away assets and collected picks and has continuously restocked. Mm-hmm. If you're doing what Pressey or the Rockets are doing, what do you? What's your end game? Are you? I mean, you don't well, know how the NBA draft's going to unfold when you still have the lottery.
0: It, it, and part of it is too, I think. And I don't even know if they realize it, but they're comfortable with being a a stepping point for players that are passing through, right? Correct. We let, you know, Paul George come in and out. We let Carmelo come in and out. We let Chris Paul come in and out. We are getting comfortable with letting those guys come and do that, and I think that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Find some guys that are going to commit. And But I think part of it is, too, they want to be a part of a winning organization. And ever since KD walked out the door,
2: mm-hmm. it's, been, it's, it's
0: been trending downward.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're – for lack of a better phrase, they're playing and acting as if, like, they're a small market team. Mm-hmm. Uh, like
0: they're comfortable with it, which is the problem.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, that's I, – I, I imagine the folks that support Oklahoma City Thunder and who are in Oklahoma City don't want to deal with that because down the street you've got Norman mm-hmm. who regularly turns out championships and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, they only want to support a winner. I, I feel like it's much more of a Southern thing is to support – only winners, uh, especially here in Texas. Like,
0: I can't even, and I can't even say that that's just the thing. I know they're going, they support the team. They're, you know, we love having them in the city and all of that. But if we're if we're looking at um, just how the organization is being ran currently, I think we we need to shake things up a little bit just because of the direction it has been trending.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's what six and fourteen. I mean, at least you're not Houston, like I said. They're four and sixteen. Mm. But y'all have lost six straight. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm a Mavericks fan. They're ten and nine, but they've got so many problems too. <laughs> I I don't think this kid experiment's going to work. Um, and they just don't have any players. Like I I don't know how. I mean, Luca's phenomenal. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't get me wrong. But I just don't know you how. Need to pick up the role players. Need to um, build around him better, in my opinion. Well, and we'll I, I I like some of the pieces that they have, but I don't think they work well together. The, mm,
2: I will counter in that they worked very well under the Carlisle system.
0: That's a very fair point.
2: Very well, to That's where a they very had fair point. they had some of the most prolific offenses two of the last three years. Mm-hmm. Problem was was defense. Right. Carlisle's defensive philosophy just didn't align. So now you've gone from a coach who. Doesn't care about spacing and you know, wants to do it, you know, one kind of way, and is only cares about defense really. After going from a coach who it's all about spacing and flow and utilizing guys in the right el- in the right element and everything like that, and then we'll just figure out the defense and hopefully we can outscore them and everything. It's they're I mean they're they're lucky to be in fourth I think, but mm-hmm. th- they've had a pretty soft schedule. I th- I don't imagine them being in the playoffs to be
0: honest. Right. So. Be interesting to see, yeah.
2: Um and then, But yeah, I'm t- just yeah. I'm just curious to know what you do at this time of year now that you're
0: watch the bowl games, watch football. How many NFL bowl football? games do you actually watch? Usually, like the New Year six or SMU. The, okay. That okay. Yeah, so yeah. you'll
2: are you going to go to the SMU bowl if it's local? I doubt it. No, I doubt it. Why yeah. not?
0: Yeah. Just with my son, it's hard to hard to move around with the two little ones. Bring so em? next year, I think we'll be ready to 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 go out there.
2: Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I we talked on the phone yesterday and uh, trying to get this this time uh, slotted. I wanted to ask you, and on the record, you know, because that's what we're about here in, in big media is getting things <laughs> on the record. None of this sources say stuff. You're a former player. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody knew that. Breaking news. <laughs> hit the expo. Or hit the, hit the <laughs> sounder expo. Um, <laughs> But breaking news is that Brian McCann played at SMU. Now, we have a new coach. We've had a couple of coach change, coaching changes since you, your tenure. Mm-hmm. Has at any point those coaches have ever reached out to you just to kind of tell you about their philosophy or, you know, where they're, where they're, uh, they're, where they're future casting the thing to go to? or Not whatever? me personally, no.
0: no. Have, Granted, Granted, I haven't been as active in, I guess, going around and making myself known as I could have been mm-hmm. as well. But um, You need a marketing guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, okay. I was just curious, like, have, outside of you, people that you know, have they done that? I, mean, I, I felt like I that know was standard of, hat.
0: I know some of the guys that I've played with um, that are still, I guess, speaking with some of the people that are still inside the program and... They get a lot more of that information, mm-hmm. but they're, as I mentioned, also a lot more active and, and going around and making sure that they're well-known and all of that stuff as well.
2: Is that active in just, you know, being a face to a name in, in front of people? I believe or so. It, or is it active with your pocketbook, or is it a combination?
0: Probably a combination of both. Okay.
2: I was just curious yep, how, that, probably combination of both. how that works. You know, I've, I've never really spoken with ex-athletes a lot uh, uh, after their tenure out of school, mm-hmm. and, but I've always heard of, you know – this guy reached out to alumni or former players and mm-hmm. wanted to you know, let them know where their program is going to be going and they're in safe hands. And but they with that be proud, being said,
0: blah. with that being said, I've never had a problem if I wanted to go up there. Like when Sonny came in, I went up there, asked to go sit down and just talk with him, get a chance to introduce myself. Had no problems getting in to do that. Did the same thing when Chad was there, went in mm-hmm. introduced myself. You know, just to try to start to build somewhat of a relationship with those guys. And I've never had problems being able to get in and do that. And mm-hmm. so – I don't oh, think good. it's a matter of of being held away. Yeah, it's of just being pushed away. Being proactive. Absolutely. Okay.
2: Absolutely. Are you gonna do that with Lashley?
0: I would like to. Yeah. Red I Lashley. Would like to. Answer your phone call this <laughs> afternoon.
2: One B Mac nine two nine will be reaching out to you. Do not miss this call.
0: No. I'm um like I said, it's always excited when you're when you're starting a new chapter. So I'm kinda Anxious to see, you know, what he's going to do. As you mentioned, who he's going to bring in on stab, mm-hmm. how recruiting is going to go, what direction they're going to move in, all of those, you know, unanswered questions as of right now. So it'd be exciting to um, take a look and see. Yeah, how gonna go.
2: uh, I think recruiting is going to take a hit this year for sure. Like I like I said in last week's episode, this was before we knew about any of the defections, uh, which were to be forthcoming. Um, I at least knew that that was going to happen. I mm-hmm. uh, just didn't know when, but. I think there's a couple more. I'd
0: venture to say you spoke it into existence. Seeing mm. as how it started while we were Maybe. talking about Maybe. it, yeah,
2: I, I might have. You're welcome, <laughs> SMU fans. Um, I think there's going to be a couple more. Um, I think the uh, there's another kid on Duncanville who might switch, uh, and I'm not sure about a recent re- uh, verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there will be. They will replace, but they're not going to have the four stars right now. Right, it's going to be back to three stars and two stars at
0: the at the moment. Um, question you uh, you follow the recruits a lot. Have any of them decommitted from SMU and then turned around and committed to TCU? Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, geez, it was, was a Biddle? I think the safety out of,
0: is that the guy out of Garland?
2: Out of Garland. Yeah. The safety out of Garland who had an offer from TCU and chose SMU over it, but he chose it because Jordan committed first. No, sorry. I lied. It's Cordell, Cordell, Cordair, Cordell, Cordell Russell. I'm Mm -hmm. slaughtering his name, and I apologize, Russell. The 2023 receiver, he is the one who uh, committed to SMU, but he's still a year to graduate. Right. Uh, So he was one. uh, I think Biddle will be one who who flips uh, Mm -hmm. to TCU. Um, But I know they're having to deal with their own exodus as well, like uh, the five-star running back. Which I was really surprised at because he's going to be a starter. Uh, Zach Evans is out.
0: I mentioned that you said you thought it was a uh, a more of a Gary Patterson issue.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought it because of the way um, things were going uh, over there. I Gary has more of a of, of a hand into the defense of strategy, but obviously he uh, will override his offensive coordinator if he feels like another player would be more effective. And right, you know. Um,
0: and I like Evans. I thought he was. I thought he was a good player.
2: He. I am sorry to disparage another kid. <laughs> it's a bit of a head case. Yeah. So this is if if you're not familiar with with Zach Evans, th- this is a kid from Galena North Park North Shore. Excuse me, Galena Park North Shore. Golly. It's a it's a rough Wednesday. It's a, it's a Wednesday. <laughs> um, he was suspended. For the state championship game in 2019 against Duncanville, round two, mm-hmm. for not wanting to turn off his fo- or hand in his phone at curfew, mm. he chose to keep his phone and not deal with that, and then got suspended by his coach. They they still won, mm-hmm. um, but that just kind of shows you his mentality. He's mm-hmm. very self centered mm-hmm. uh, and isn't really about the greater good at this point in his career. And he had a commitment to, I believe Georgia initially. And then it went to TCU after George, after the whole suspension, there was a lot more to the story mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand over just the, the phone. But that was just kind of like, all right, that's, that's it. I can't deal with it anymore. You're suspended. We're not going to play with you. Right. Um, after all that got out, Georgia recanted its offer and a, a TCU offered him. I think mm-hmm. he was a preferred walk on or s-
0: that's Maybe. crazy.
2: But anywho, so he I mean, he's a stud, but he just has issues in yeah. that regard.
0: Well, on the field, I like the way he carries oh, the yeah. rock.
2: Yeah, he he can carry the rock. Yeah, you know, I with, like that. With with the best of them for sure. I mean, there's a reason why he was a five star recruit, right? Um, I mean, he just he he bullies them <laughs> <And, and, and laughs> Has has top end speed, but he's also shifty, but also strong. It's, mm-hmm. it's a weird combo. You don't get that a lot these days. Almost kind of like a Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. uh, when he was at Ohio State. So. I get him, um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I. So back to Lashley. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have an issue with recruiting, but I think there's gonna be an, enough of a base next year. I know you've lost two in Stony Evie and the chance. I forgot his last name. Damn it! Uh, one of the JUCO transfers from last year, he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the transfer portal, so you you've lost two, on top of your six recruits. And you don't know what what else is going to be right, happening. Uh. but you should have enough to be competitive. I'm going to go out on a very strong limit that they're not going to win the AAC next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't see Cincinnati dropping off. I don't see Houston dropping off. But
0: they're not going to be here next year. They're they're not leaving next year. I thought they were getting out of here now. Oh, I guess they got to wait till uh, OU and Texas no. go to SEC. Yeah, because yeah, Texas
2: next Houston year Houston next because Big Twelve just released its uh, co- uh, schedule for next year. And it's a, and the headline said it's the last year of the ten year uh, ten team right. conference. There's going to be that weird overlap where there's fourteen teams and it drops down to twelve and everything like that. So, right. um, so yeah, the, uh, next year is the last year. So, but again, yeah, Houston's no, Houston Houston not CCR dropping are off. For, I, those are, I think those are the two top of the if conference.
0: Fickle stays there. Oh, Ficklestein. I mean, he's going to the his his name's getting circulated. There.
2: I don't think he's going to go anywhere um, yep. unless Day leaves Ohio State or something. Uh, mm-hmm. He just slides into Ohio State. I don't right. think he's going anywhere. Um, and Holgerson's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, so that that class is strong. They've already got good talent. It's UCF. They're going to bring in talent just because of Malzahn and mm-hmm. that offensive scheme. They had some injury issues, so you have three already. And what what, what did SB finish for? And, and that's what seventh in the conference, right? I imagine USF is going to be a little bit better, right? I imagine Tulsa is still going to be a bit little better. bit better, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes I, loose. I don't, I don't see them uh, and and Lashley's first year being a, a conference champion. Although stranger things have happened, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, just they'll be competitive enough, but it'll be a disappointing first year, I think.
0: Right, and oh. it happens. Yeah, uh, it's to be expected. You're trying to get your guys in there. You're trying to get your your systems in place mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So
2: yeah, you just kind of hope it doesn't like dovetail into the Sark situation where you're oh. you're or even hell uh, the Sunny Dyke situation where you have a you're you're playing like gangbusters mm-hmm. and then it, the wheels just fall off right uh, some at some point in the season, which right. is what happened uh, after the bye week. What was it? We had the big win against Tulane. Mm-hmm. And then it was four of the next five were lo- losses. Man, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough way to end a season. But S U M E fans, you still have basketball. They're doing decent. <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if that's you know if you're a huge die hard S U M E, they're five and three right now. Uh, they play U N L V tonight. Actually, uh, that'll be a good one at the at Moody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, U N L V. They're not what they once used to be. You know, but it's still a pretty good game. And on Saturday. Versus Vanderbilt, the next Wednesday against Dayton, that'll be a good one. That'll
0: be a good one too. Yeah,
2: yeah. So there's, I mean, there's some promising things happening on the hilltop. Um, the girls are doing well as well right now. Um, hopefully, the this little weird start to uh, the basketball season for the, for the guys rounds out and they play a little bit better. And yeah, and then we're just kind of waiting for spring ball right. at that point. Um, Absolutely.
0: Well, we'll link back up after the bowl game break that down
2: yeah uh that'd be uh, probably in two weeks or so Mm -hmm. uh, i would imagine
0: i mean have they announced it yet they haven't announced it yet but the feeling is it's going to be the first bowl yeah Uh, i saw somebody somebody put out a bowl prediction thing where they said they thought smu was going to go to the hawaii bowl against nevada again and then i think the next day i I saw the uh the tweet of memphis accepting their invite to the hawaii bowl (laughs) yeah man
2: god (laughs) <laughs> just, just so much just throwing throwing it I just saw, thought you at saw every, a ray of sunlight. <laughs> every, oh I wouldn't be going to Hawaii for for the bowl game that's, I couldn't have covered that on my own. that's just too expensive. I, I'd rather watch it at home and right um, So yeah no uh, I would imagine it's going to be the, the Frisco Bowl um and hopefully it's a better showing I I uh, hopefully it's a better showing for Lashley's first game than it was for Dykes mm-hmm. um, although that's not you know, that's not telling anything.
0: Right, right. It's just you know how it goes. He, he's in there for two weeks. See how it goes. Yeah.
2: Um. All right. So I got I mean if we're gonna take a two week hiatus, almost parting shots for a couple of weeks. What, what you what's what's on your mind? Just let it out. We can edit it if we need to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Nope. Just a disappointing finish to the season. But you know it. It, it is what it is. At least we we can't say that it um, was without reason. Of course, the guys had a lot going on, a lot to consider, and so it was disappointing. But you know, something to grow off of, something to learn from. Definitely, like I said, um, anxious to see what Lashley comes in and and does with the program. And what
2: do you think he does? I don't don't tell me your hope. I don't tell, know.
0: I don't know to yeah, be honest. And that's how
2: I feel too. like yeah. I honestly don't know. I what don't the, I mean, know. He's never been a head coach. Yep, and, I mean. Not for the same reasons that you didn't didn't give the keys to samples. I mean, samples has never been a coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's only been an assistant coach and recruiting coordinator. Um, you know, Lashley and I will eat some crow real quick. Uh, apparently, I didn't realize how good of, of an offense uh, Lashley instilled at, uh, uh, under the first two years of Dykes because mm-hmm. he was the first year with Bouchelle, and they were you know top ten, top fifteen, I think, in the country or something like that offensively, mm-hmm. uh, in either yards per game or points per game, and then. Uh, then he went to Miami. Mm-hmm. So, and then he's had like a top 30 top 50 in this two years, uh, offense. So it's not bad. It's just, it does and again, it didn't move the needle for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I honestly don't know what to, to make of him. Um, it's, I, th- what's going to be most important is going to be defense and who they get to, to man. Cause I don't think it'll be Jim Levitt. Right. He's no, I don't, gonna... I don't
0: think so. Um, it, without due respect, I hope not. Really? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed.
2: I, th- I mean, he, Jim Leavitt, I think had a, a huge imprint, at least on the front seven.
1: No question. No, question I think about that, that. I mean,
2: he made that a very uh, sh- big strength for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the secondary obviously needed work. Is the
0: secondary coach by any chance going to TCU? Uh,
2: I th- don't think he is going to TCU, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's staying on Lashley's team either mm-hmm. or staff either. Um, Shout out to the WDV <laughs> <SMU-DV laughs> coach, um, oh man. Uh, Lashley, <laughs> when you're on this phone call with uh, BMAC nine two nine, put get the man an offer. He wants to be a uh, an analyst so he can uh, okay, work yeah, just yeah, on yeah. Saturdays. And,
0: I, uh, I work during the week. Oh, okay. Doesn't want to recruit.
2: He just doesn't want to recruit. Okay, so recruit. man, what would be your re- recruiting pitch? I'd imagine just <sighs> you coming in with an OKC Thunder hat on. Oh, like, all right, so let me talk to you.
0: Listen. I'll get you right. If you got the tools, I'll bring them out. Ooh. Okay. That's it. That's all that's I got. A, That's all you got to say. That's all I got. That's
2: all you got. That's
0: all, got. That's all I got. Nobody's coming you. No to nobody's <laughs> <laughs> nobody's coming, see? <laughs> Me not wanting to recruit is, is in the best interest of the program. See,
2: no, no. What you need again? It goes back to being proactive with with the uh, with the new coach or the uh, the staff and all that stuff. You got to be eating a marketer with you. Just write your talking points. <laughs> that's <whatever>. it. <laughs> just just hand you the presidential talking points. With that's them. it. Uh, I see that you have this kind of range and can run a blah blah <laughs> blah. <and laughs>
1: That's how
2: you get it. Uh, I was actually uh, on the field yesterday at uh, Geyer's practice, talking uh, talking with some recruits, uh, recruiters for Michigan State, Arizona State, Allegheny, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Some D three school, whatever. And it's just kind of peeling back the curtain of their life and what mm-hmm. it's like to recruit and how they go about it. And, you know, it's all about. Basically, more elimination than it is accumulation or whatever, you know, understanding mm-hmm. who you know can be at what level and not recruiting them or going after them if they're at your level and all that stuff. Like, right. Well, interesting. I never would have thought about that. And it's, I don't want to go after this target because I know for sure he's not going to go FCS or lower.
0: Exactly. So, Makes sense.
2: What was your recruiting like? Did you have a lot of offers? I I, <sighs> I wish I, I, I should pull this up.
0: Actually, I'm, I'm going to pull you up, Brian McKay. <laughs> I, uh, my recruiting was very interesting. Oh, because I had, um, I had a few schools talking to me after my junior year, mm-hmm. which were, um, I was talking to SMU, of course. Wait, what? Talking to SMU. No way. Rice. SMU is the first school to offer me. Right. And I was like, there's no way I'm going
2: there. So I'm seeing Tulsa, Stanford, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were the smart schools.
0: <laughs> that was what it ended up being after, because uh, I broke my leg four games into my senior year. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, as I said, mentioned, grew up in Oklahoma, so I was trying to get that offer from OU. Naturally. And I got my first letter from them that Monday, and I broke my leg that Friday. Oh, damn. <laughs> See all that wishing and wanting and everything like that. Yeah, and it bit you. In and the so ass. I, I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of schools that I didn't hear back from after I broke my leg. Okay. And then I broke my leg, um, in September, and I won state and track in May. And you should have seen the the coaches running up the bleachers trying to. <laughs> uh, are you going to school
1: anywhere? Oh, no, 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 no.
2: The uh oh yeah the hat in hand. For sure. Yep. Uh, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, what'd you play on offense? Because it says you quarterback,
0: were gonna, running back. Oh, you wide receiver. Oh.
2: See, okay, and this is all right. I'm, we're gonna end here. I
0: wasn't a full quarterback. Let me say oh, it was okay. like a. I had like a wildcat package.
2: Okay. Okay. Because this this gentleman in front of me, this wonderful gentleman who has graciously spent an hour a week with me uh, in a <laughs> studio, was wearing what we called a uh, an athletic shirt, and it said Putnam City. And if you're familiar with anything of um, rural Texas, <laughs> Putnam City sounds like one of them names where you can mispronounce it like Refurio here in Texas. It's spelled R-E-F-U-G-I-O. There's no R in there. There's, right. there's no second R, but somehow they got <laughs> Refurio in there. So Putnam City is one. Of, it looked like a, a city mm-hmm. that would be in rural Oklahoma or in the Panhandle Oklahoma or whatever and I was like oh where's that and so now you're saying that you did all these positions it sounds like you were in a 1a school <laughs> uh, <laughs> so well, you
0: know it was funny to me when I moved down here because I'm like talking to my uh, college teammates I'm like you all only played one side of the ball what is what is that about right
2: I'm sure a lot of those were you know probably 5a and 6a uh, kids mm-hmm. who, who played uh, or no but my six, schools 6a you were probably four well, what, when you were coming into SMU, it was no 6A yet. So it was 4A and 5A were the two top classifications. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, kids did not play two ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was before we even got into, like, specialize, and everybody's doing track as well uh, on top of that. Um,
0: Which is funny because where I grew up, we, were all, we went to 6A schools, and a lot of the guys that I competed against played both ways as well. Hmm. And so it was just kind of well, what we did. Uh, I, man, I I would love to get
2: into the underbelly of Oklahoma high school football just to kind of see how that is different than Texas football. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it's a lot different, but you just saying that, like it's, I, I guess 6A was the highest classification in, in, at that time, mm-hmm. or it still is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking about playing both ways, and unless you're just a freak athlete like a Jatavian Sanders or something like that mm-hmm. where you can play defensive edge and a tight end uh, wide receiver hybrid, You're really not playing both ways. There's only a a handful that will do it at the higher levels. Now, you get to 4A and below uh, in this day and age, yeah, you're going to see a lot of two-way because there's only like 50-some-odd kids on the roster, and you're going to only play your best ones on the field. You don't want to just put 22 different people out there just because.
0: No, we had – so I played both sides. I was, like I said, played the skill position on offense, played safety and corner on defense. I had a buddy of mine, Jeffrey. He played receiver and played safety. Shout out Jeffrey. Shout out, Jeffrey. Shout out Tate. He was <laughs> a running back and a D tackle and was All State. What? <laughs> those are two. Wait, a, Listen, a D tackle
2: and a running back.
0: And he was a monster. Was he of like both. a
2: Lindell White kind of, kind of running back? No, or? He, was,
0: he was a D tackle side. He could just move. Man. And so you give him yeah, the ball so and then run. I feel like Lindell White couldn't have been a D lineman. Oh, really? Maybe he could have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was like two sixty
2: easily could be a uh, a one technique.
0: Yeah, but we we had we had a handful of guys who, like I said, even guys we competed against, they played both sides of the ball. It's just what we knew. Interesting.
2: Yeah, no, here in in, in Texas high school football, like I said, unless you're just that good, like Billy Bowman or Jatavian Sanders, who are at Texas and Oklahoma respectively, mm-hmm. you're not playing two ways. Right. Uh, uh, especially like as a junior and a senior, because it's just. You're now starting to get those offers. You don't want to. I mean, it's great that you have that ability, but you also don't want to overexert yourself, and right. Risk injury. All right, man.
0: We're Shout out to bit. the Pirates, by the way. Putnam
2: <laughs> City Putnam Pirates. City God, pirates. that is so rural Texas. It, it just, I just hear it, Putnam <laughs> City, Putnam <laughs> City Pirates. But you're telling me it's 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 a little district, it's in, a school district in yeah. Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, man. So we're both on the on the same page about. We don't know what to expect out of Lashley, uh, and we're both disappointed in the way this ended.
0: Yeah, but it's okay. That's why we got next year.
2: There's always the man. If there's any fable that's always out there, it's the uh, there's always next year. There's always next year. (laughs) Again, we appreciate Lot and Block Group from the Compass Group of uh, Real Estate Agents uh, for spending some hard-earned of their dollars toward us – spending our hard-earned time making this podcast in the studio
0: we appreciate you guys for listening
2: absolutely we're gonna we're gonna be back in a couple of weeks to maybe even just preview the bowl game that they have uh or we will be after the bowl game that they have just had and um kind of dissect that so until then this has been the believe in smu podcast
0: bmac 929 on twitter
2: i am speeders on twitter Although I'm a terrible follow because I get too much into my feelings about the Cowboys, and that's the only time I get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it's more just sarcasm. But hit us up if you got any questions uh, on there, or you can email us at believeinsmu at gmail.com. B L E A V I N S M U at gmail.com. We're also all on Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, um, reach out to the show. Uh, tell us what you're going to get us for Christmas. We've got to get those under the tree and everything like that, or what you want for Christmas. And we'll be sure not to get it for you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, until so then, uh, this is uh, we're signing out, man. We're out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.